Welcome to Zach Solved Mysteries, the most important podcast you'll ever hear in your life. I know enough about most things to be inaccurate about everything. We're not just a podcast, we're an experience. This story f***s, dude. Prepare to have your life transformed because not listening to us could be a grave mistake. You must wake up every day and say, today's the day someone's going to murder me. We're not just tackling the classic mysteries of the past. We're rewriting history itself. Robert Stack, I think, had dirt on people. Forget everything you thought you knew about unsolved mysteries. Or any sort of mystery. Maybe there were giants. Who knows? Who cares? Subscribe now to Zach Solved Mysteries anywhere you get your podcasts. Get solved. Haha, <laughs> mystery solved, my bitches. Scroll and Dagger presents Quest of Ruin. Episode 13 The Line Between Worlds. Hello, and welcome to Quest of Ruin, the post-apocalyptic fantasy role-playing podcast. I am your host and Game Master, and with me are the players. Hello! Hello! Hello. Before we start, I just want to apologise for how we left the last episode. Um, We didn't realise until after the episode had gone up that uh, all that stuff at the end had been left in. So, sorry about that, but we can happily confirm that Matt is fine and well and ready to carry on. We can indeed. And is Vareeth also fine and well? Well, that remains to be seen. <laughs> oh, God. So you're all still by the altar next to the huge monolith thing. Lathar. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, you are supporting Vareeth, who has just been through a pretty traumatic experience. Vampire turning ritual. Pretty grim. And what are we doing? Right, yeah. So you're still on the outskirts of the ruined village of Tinuhaven. You've just watched the vampires you were fighting pelt off into the distance. I mean, we should probably go join the others. Yes. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. Okay, so you make your way over to the altar. Pretty easy to do since it's right next to the monolith. I'd like to investigate that. All right, go ahead. It's a big stone thing. <laughs> Don't worry, they're alive. In a bad way, but alive. Marie, are you all right? The ritual. They did I don't think so. The sun doesn't appear to be hurting them at any rate. Well, considering how that lot reacted, that must be a good sign. Of course it is. The turning requires the victim to die so they can come back. But doesn't the turning also require a real high-blood vampire? They said they found another way. That's not possible. Maybe, but they seemed to think it was. So we don't know what kind of effect this could have on Marie? <laughs> if any. Well, either way, the Ashlander could probably do with a good rest. I say we press on to Darin and find a place to stay for a while. That's going to be a full day's journey. Well, unless you want to lay them out here in the snow, I don't see any other options. I can carry them. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't mind walking for you, Varys. <laughs> I'm sure you can do it. Come on, we're almost there. I can't feel my feet. It's too dark. I can't see a damn thing. Then trust us. We are nearly at the outskirts. And then what? There's nothing out there. No villages or inns or anything. 
I told you we should have stopped and made a fire. And I told you we have no wood and no time. If we stop, the Ashlander dies. You don't know that. We could have used blankets, kept them warm, used some medicine. Yolin, you know that wouldn't be enough. Briefly shelter, warmth and food. I promise you, we're going to find all of us here. We just need to... Stop! What was that? Do you see them? I do. Which means that they can see us. What's going on? Are we in trouble? Possibly. It's hard to tell with them. Just stay still, don't make any sudden moves, and don't touch any weapons. Yela, it might be best if you're out in front. Let them see you. Right. I I am Yela Tangleweave of the Fair Realm. I seek shelter and aid for one of my friends. Who's she calling to? You'll find out in a minute. Sulina Daranos Yela, you're far from home, I think. Our travels take us far. Well, you are, of course, welcome in Deirin. May the Fae continue to favour us. But who are these others? Companions and friends. I promise, they mean no harm. Can you be sure of that? Cancel! There's no need for that. Put that down, boy. Lathar! Lathar? As in Lathar of Narolin? Once upon a time. We remember the friendships between our people and the Sea Elves of the South. You are a welcome guest. Yes, well. But you travel with an orc... And a goblin. What? Please forgive his bluntness, Adonis Yela. What he means is, we've had few pleasant exchanges with their kind, so are a little wary of allowing them within our realm. If this conversation is going to take much longer, can we at least have some fire? Our friend here is in need of warmth. Don't he? Peace, Gansel. Of course. Oh, it's purple! You both have magic? But of course, all here do. We are elves, after all. But... later. Well, you don't seem dangerous. And who is this you carry? An Ashlander, from the far south. They were... Lethmelin. One of the um, Perinos. Yes. And they're in need of aid. What? Oh, uh, yes. Follow me. Gansel, find the Lady Yela and her friends a place to stay. It will be done. I will see you later, Arinos Yela. Until then, Namari. I'll, um... I'll see you later, I suppose. Aranos Yela, if you and your friends will follow me. I'm confused. Why is that? Well, when I first heard them, I thought they was elves. And they said they was elves, but they looked more like you than Lathar. And why was they so excited to see Vyreeth? I mean, sure, they probably won't have seen many Ashlanders up here, but they ain't that interesting to look at. Alright, so, you know how there's different types of elves? Yeah. Well, both the Ashlanders and the elves who live here are descended from wood elves. See, a long time ago, the wood elves split and made for their homes in various forests across Tor. One group went to a forest known as Kaelinam. They became known as the Kaelinari. And they were the ones who began mingling with the humans who dwelt in the deserts of Lithmelin. And that's where the Ashlanders came from, right? Yes. Now, another group of wood elves moved here, to Daerin, and they became known as the Tanari, or the Quiet Elves, because they loved tranquil places in the forest, and those places have strong connections with the Fair Realm, so my kind would visit them from time to time, and, well, we began mixing with them, and our children were part elf and part fair. The Calfairy, they were called, the Spirit Elves, and because of their fey heritage, they are more in tune with magic than any of the other elven kindreds, more powerful. 
Unfortunately, they are also completely disconnected from the real world. Letha, don't start. <sighs> Fine. So is that why they were excited to see Varif? Yes, they'll see Varif as something like a long-lost cousin. They seem to like you as well. Well, of course. The Calfairy have always honoured the Fae. This year's like living ancestors. Didn't seem so happy about me and Aelin, though. Probably because the only times they ever saw an orc was when they watched the horde go past. Are you going to cause a problem? No, no, you don't have to worry about me. Here we are. Here we are where? Just looks like trees to me. Oh yes, of course. My apologies. I forgot that you can only see the material. You know... It's fine. We can show you the way. Come. Therese! You're alright! Really? Where... Where... Where are we? You are in the forest of Deirin Perinos Verith, Quensin. It... It reminds me of the Fey realm. We are indeed close to the Fey here. Where we stand now lies on the edge of the sacred realm. And, um, who are you? Her name is Delineo. She's a spirit elf. Part elf, part fey. I never even heard of them. None of the books on Darin even mention them. I mean, they mention the elves of Darin, but I always thought they were just another group of wood elves. <laughs> I never dreamed there were a whole other family of elf. Your friend has been asking a lot of questions. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean to get carried away. No, no, it's not a problem. It's nice that you're so interested. Where are the others? They're in the company of my Faraguador Gansel. Faraguador? Oh, I suppose the nearest translation would be... Brother of the Hunt? Gansel has taken them somewhere to rest. When you're feeling well enough, I can take you to them. Yes, I, I think I am ready to go now. Are you certain? You really should rest as much as you can after what you went through. To have one of the Perinos turn to such evil would have been horrible. Well, yes, it would have been, but I assure you, I am well enough to walk and I would appreciate the return of my clothes. Oh, yes, of course. Here. My thanks. We'll be outside when you're ready. Not again. And here we are. Oh, about time. Gods, I forgot how much I hate travelling that way. Oh, it's just like I remember it. What is this place? Athradel, the place of crossing. Spirits, I almost forgot how beautiful it is. I mean, it's alright, I suppose. You'll have to forgive him, Gansel. He really doesn't care for much that isn't flammable. Oh, no apology necessary, Arnos. I wouldn't expect more from a goblin. Isn't there a tree you need to go and sit under? No, no, it's quite alright, my lady. Being so close, yet unable to touch the fae would frustrate me too. I shall go and check on your friend. Uh, feel free to explore. Uh, I'll come find you later. I'll show you how frustrated I am, you jumped up little- Lothar, you promised. I did not promise to stand around silently while that little prig openly insults us. How was he insulting us? Oh, he wasn't insulting you. All of them here likely think the sun shines out of your every orifice. Oh, you're being ridiculous. Actually, he was rude. Oh, don't you start. Well, it's true. 
I wouldn't expect more from a goblin, he said. What's that supposed to mean? It didn't mean anything. Sounded like it did. Mm -hmm. Well, what does it matter even if it did? Since when do the two of you care what other people say about you? Now come on. I just wanted to show you around. Can we not enjoy ourselves for once? Ugh, very well. Good. Come on. There'll probably be people waiting to greet us. Waiting to greet you, you mean? I'm sure I told Gansel to meet us along here. I can't think why he'd be late. Unless, maybe, they had to slow down so that Lord Lathar and your goblin friend could keep up. I know it can be hard for those not of the Fae to find their way through the forest. Oh, I'm sure they're alright. Oh, of course they are. Tell you what, wait here and take in the sights. I'll go on ahead, see if I can find them. You all right, Varith? Hmm? Uh, yes, yes. What do you ask? Well, you seem a little jumpy. Uh, yes, well, you see, uh, we we are just uh, very close to the uh, to the Fadel. Right, so what? It is not a place I have fond memories of. What? But why? Were you mistreated there or something? Oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that. It's hard to explain unless you have been there. Um, you have to understand, the Feyrelm is very different to our world. It is a place of vibrance. Your every sense feels enhanced. You see and hear everything to a greater degree than you do in our world. That doesn't sound so bad. Not for a short time, no. It was even quite pleasant. But... After a while, it starts to wear on you. You start to feel crushed by the weight of everything. I'm starting to feel it now, and we are still some ways off from the true Feyrelm. But you were all right after you left. Eventually. That's the other problem with the Fey. You get used to it. It becomes normal. So when you finally leave, the world feels too light and too dull. I see. I guess that explains why Yala was so excited to come here. Our world must be kind of colourless for her. Must get a bit depressing after a while. I suppose so. Look, it may be none of my business. But? But are you sure you're alright? Sure the Feyrelm's close and you're not keen on the place. But I don't think that's the real reason you're all nervous. You know you can trust us. Right? I... Yes. I know. We're all here for you. Me, Yala, Blink, <laughs> Blood, even Lathar. If you're scared of something, we'll face it together. And what if I become one of them? I... What? What if I become one of those creatures? A vampire? It doesn't work that way. You need to be dead for a start. And remember, there has to be a true vampire to make the ritual work. And you said all the ones that were with you were fledglings. Their leader seemed to believe otherwise. Something about that monolith. But regardless, I have shed blood with them. I have it within me. I must be infected. And if, if there is nothing to be done, and they... <clears throat> what happened in there, Varith? They... I... 
I only ask so that, well, if you were to... Um, what I mean to say is, if the worst were to... I mean, perhaps I could research a cure or a way to help. If I knew, well, if I knew what was... They performed a ritual. Well, the majority of it. They took some of my blood and... And I took some of theirs. Took? You mean you... Yes. They they made me drink from them. That... That is... I do not know how much would have been required to complete the ritual. But I definitely took from more than half of them. Their group? Yes, the, uh... Cult. They called themselves a family. I see. I... It is all right, you know. What is? If you enjoyed the experience... What? It's just, I have read a little of vampires. Most books discuss their powers and the dangers they pose, but others speak of their charisma and the pull drawing us to them. I wouldn't think any less of you if you had, um, shall we say found the experience of your liking. I, I, I did not! I don't mean you wanted them to do it, but from what I've read, part of the vampire's power is their seductiveness. They can make you feel that what they want is what you want. And, you know, it helps them control their victims. So, I'm just saying, if you enjoyed it, there was a reason. It's not because there's anything wrong with you. It, it did feel like a family. Sharing, bonding, welcoming in a way of Sans, sans, preserve me. I am bonded with them now, aren't I? I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, you probably are. (laughs) But look, that doesn't mean it's permanent. I think the main ritual still applies. A vampire has to die, then come back for the curse to really take effect. Until then, there's probably something we can do about it. That makes sense. And I bet someone around here will know something we can use. We are right next to the Fey Realm, after all. Powerful magic, ancient knowledge, you know, all that stuff. We'll find something. Thank you, my friend. I'm glad we were able to find you all. It was just a matter of time. I'm surprised you have a tavern here. Didn't seem like Atherdale was a place for that sort of thing. Of course we have taverns. And here they serve the finest, sweetest ale you've ever sampled. Oh, what a surprise. Lefa, what did we just talk about? <sighs> so, Viri, you got a thirst for some elf blood? Not just at the moment, no. Good. See, you'll be just fine. Everything will work itself out. I do hope you are right, my little friend. Oh, and if you ever need, um, a distraction... Or if you're not feeling great, just give me a yell and I'll set something on fire. I don't know why, but that's always been a surefire way to make people all clump together and panic. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. No problem. So hey, do you want to bunk up tonight? I can keep an eye on you, make sure nothing funny happens. You know, that's, that would actually make me feel very at ease. Thank you. I wonder if that's the first time an elf's ever said that to a goblin before. I do hope not. But if it is the case, then I am very happy to go down in history with you, my friend. History? That's it? Obviously. What did I think of it? Think of what? Well, I was just thinking about what happened to the wreath. Fact is, we can't be sure what the effect of the ritual will be. What do you mean? They were trying to turn the Ashlander into a vampire. We stopped them before they could finish it. What else is there? The way they talked about that Monleaf, 
It was not a normal ritual. Exactly. But I doubt they made it up themselves. They probably got it from somewhere. Some old vampire lore, perhaps. And that monolith must have been important somehow. So, you want to see if we can find out more about that thing? Gods preserve us. Why does it matter? The ritual obviously failed. The Ashlander is fine. We can move on and find a new job to do. We cannot know that. I am well for now, but what if I am tainted? What if it affects me in a critical moment? I cannot just ignore it. What are you all talking about? Big stone thing. Excuse me? There was a large stone structure, a monolith, a few miles beyond the border of the forest. You know of it? (laughs) Hardly. We pay little attention to that which lies beyond our borders. Indeed. Anyway, your Peranos was forced into some kind of ritual connected with it. But the ritual was stopped. I say that means we can stop worrying about it. But the Orc and the Ashlander apparently disagree. Well, it couldn't hurt to be sure. Ugh, not you too. Well, it couldn't. Ugh. And there are stores of knowledge here, yes? So we could just find out about it. Well, of course. The tower, Lady Ayla? Oh, well, I mean... The tower? She means Barad Angol, the Great Tower of Knowledge. I've not heard of it. Neither have I. Not surprising. Barad Angol is a closely guarded secret by the Feykin. It's the largest store of knowledge there is. Sounds perfect. It's in the Fey realm. Oh. But, but, but surely there are other options. Thou Calferi must have stores of knowledge outside the Fey. No. Why would we? Perhaps your lord has their own library. The Calferi don't have a lord, Ashlander. And they keep nothing of value in our world. Things are, after all, much safer in the Fey realm. So, are we going to the Fey? Well, if you are all insisting on this, I don't see that we have much of a choice. Oh. We don't really need to go there, though. The Remnant Library will likely have information we can use. Hang on. A minute ago, you wanted to go. Your library is more than 400 miles away. You want to take a quick detour into the Fey, that's one thing. But I am not traipsing all the way back through Lehane to satisfy your morbid curiosity. <laughs> Fine. Gareth, it's your call. I have to know for sure. It will only be for one day, I promise. Dulinia, would you lead us there? Of course, Lady Ayla. We can go in the morning, once your companions are rested. <sighs> Marvellous. And I think we shall leave it there for today. Oh, come on. It's still early. It definitely is not. I've got to be up for work in seven hours. I was looking forward to the Fae. Well, it will still be there next time. You suck. So you keep telling me. And you know what? I can live with it. A bit light on the combat this week. Oh, yeah. How dare we just roleplay in a roleplaying game? (laughs) (laughs) There will be plenty of combat in the future, I am sure. But for now, let's all say goodbye until next time. Goodbye! Bye! Quest of Ruin is a podcast distributed by Scroll and Dagger and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Gareth Cadogan and C.L. Barry. It was produced by Gina Moriarty and directed by Gareth Cadogan. Original music was produced by Evangelos and Narcissatos. To see the full cast list, view show notes, and ways to support us, visit scrollandagger.com and rate us wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening.
Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief Editor of Scroll and Dagger. I'm here to tell you about The Pensive Tower, a brand new podcast we're going to be releasing soon. The world of The Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity. After an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known and plunged the world into a dark age. Now, nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the Pensive Tower was built to house the memories of the people to ensure such a loss of knowledge never happens again. Join Paxton Ferrex as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the Great Collapse might not be such a distant memory after all. Find the Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts.